0: the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Tonight we come to the eve there's the Feast of All Souls, and we plead and we pray to God for all souls that have departed this life. You hear prayers such as we prayed in the colic tonight. O oh God, the Creator and Redeemer of all the faithful, grant unto the souls of Thy servants and handmaids The remission of all their sins. And a theme that you're also going to hear all throughout this Mass is this. Rest eternal. Grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual, light perpetual shine upon them. My friends, the practice of praying for the departed goes back to absolutely the earliest days of the church. Indeed, the generation immediately following the apostles. Which means where did they learn it from? The apostles in that generation. I want to read to you a prayer for the departed by Saint Ignatius of Antioch. But know this about Saint Ignatius of Antioch, the second bishop of Antioch. He was directly discipled from his youth into his adulthood by the apostle John. What must he have learned? Listen to this prayer of his to the departed. It's such a blessing to me to hear and to pray. Receive in tranquility and peace, O Lord, the souls of your servants who have departed this present life to come to you. Grant them rest and place them in the habitations of light, the abodes of blessed spirits. Give them the life that will not age. Good things that will not pass away. Delights that have no end. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Isn't that beautiful? His sentiment. His truth in the prayer. Would be carried on for 2,000 plus years. By the very prayer services and liturgies of the church. Or don't you forget that after. After. We pray for the departed every Mass. We pray this prayer. We beseech Thee, O Lord, that unto them and unto all such as rest in Christ, Thou wilt grant a place of refreshing, of light, and of peace. This has been handed down for the generations and we join with them. Today, in this great prayer, the theme of this prayer, faithfully, obediently offering to God the prayers for those who have passed through the veil before us. But it's equally important to know something else. God most purposefully, in this Mass and all Requiem Masses, places before us because it is the hinge pin of the truth that we pray. God in Holy Scripture, God in the prayers, God in the Mass itself, Places before us the greatest hope of every Christian, the hope of the resurrection, and not an event. You've heard me say this before. The resurrection is not an event, much more a person. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. And that's what's placed before us this evening. In fact, I could really do no better to speak on this than what we heard read in the Holy Scriptures. And I do intend to put it before you again. I tell us time and time again, reminding us. When we hear the Holy Scriptures read in church, sometimes we listen and in our humanity check out. But it's not to be done. When the Holy Scriptures are read, it is our Lord Jesus Christ speaking to our soul for us, for our healing. You must hear the words of the resurrection by the Apostle Saint Paul and by our only Lord Jesus Christ. From Saint Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, listen to these words, hear them. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall all be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible is put on incorruption, and this mortal is put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Victory over what? Victory over sin. Therefore, also victory over death itself. How? Thanks be to God through our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the resurrection. And the life. And Jesus speaks to the resurrection day himself in the Gospel of John in chapter 5 when he says this Most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself. And has given Him authority to execute judgment also because He is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this. For the hour is coming which all who are in the graves will hear His voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life. And those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Our own Lord speaking to the resurrection. What does it mean? Those who have done good unto the resurrection of life. When you look at the Greek in this. It goes back to what John would later say in John 15. When he would give the parable of the vine and the branches. Never forget this. Because John tells us the story of Christ. As Christ told it to his disciples. Where Jesus proclaimed I am the vine. You are the branches. He who remains in me. Has life eternal. What's the picture he's given? It's a horticultural picture. Where a life that has a vine that has life in itself. You can take a dead and lifeless branch. And engraft it into the vine that contains the life giving sap. And through that vine and into that branch life will come. And the dead branch will come to life and bear the fruit of the vine. This is what Jesus says about the resurrection as the Father has life in Himself. The Son is given life in Himself. That all who come into Him, the life of God, the resurrection power for eternal life, comes from the vine and comes into the dead, but now blessed and filled with life branches. what's the result the dead branch not only comes to life but it blooms the fruit of life and that's why Jesus says those in the end who remain in me can have the blessed hope and that word hope it's not I hope I get this for Christmas like I might I might not that word hope is certainty I know I believe The blessed hope of the resurrection. All who remain in him. Are given the confidence. That there will be the resurrection unto life eternal. And so it is with the hope of the resurrection. That we lift up the souls of those who have gone before us. And pray these blessed prayers. In the name of the Father and of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.